Lockdown Stories with Andy Bell. My name is Jackie Fisher. I'm married to Gordon Fisher and we are both retired and I I have lived in um, 23 Lenton Avenue for 45 years. So I feel very much that this is my home and this is where my friends are. The pandemic and subsequent lockdown of spring 2020 forced people to make drastic changes to the way they were used to living their lives. Now, obviously, when lockdown came, it became much more difficult to uh, see each other regularly, although we quite often used to bump into each other as we walked around the circuses to uh, exercise ourselves. So I then started to think a bit more about what else we could do. Jackie rose to the challenge and came up with a novel idea. That was when I had this idea about possibly having virtual dinner parties. And um, were real dinner parties one of the the things that you used to do quite frequently? Yes, we used to regularly uh, have people round for meals and used to go to them and it was very much part of our general social scene. So how did it all start? I had in my freezer thing of uh, bourguignon for 10 people left over from Christmas. Uh, we now have a large family with 10 grandchildren. We thought it would get used at some time over Christmas, but it didn't. That didn't matter because originally we thought, never mind, we'll have it the very latest at Easter. We might all meet or some of us will. And then it became clear that we couldn't do this. And that was really what then spurred me into thinking, we do something online and the idea of the virtual dinner party was born. So what are the essential ingredients of a virtual dinner party? Two couples and two people who are on their own and with us two that made eight people. Okay, and the food? A cold starter, beetroot, smoked mackerel and rocket. And then for the main course, we did the boeuf bourguignon with dauphinoise potatoes for people to heat up. We asked people to provide their own vegetables. And then for dessert, we had a cold chocolate mousse. We would deliver the food not that long before the meal was was due to be eaten, we would then come home and uh, meet everybody on Zoom. And uh, what kind of feedback did you get from your guests? (laughs) We had uh, very enthusiastic feedback. When we initially invited people, some of them were a bit reluctant. I think they thought, oh, this is not really going to work very well and it's going to feel feel a bit odd. But all those who had been reluctant were very pleased they'd done it and felt it had been a real bonus. And I think the other thing, particularly from the people who are uh, living on their own, 
just the joy of having a meal provided, not having to think about what I'm going to cook, not having to do the cooking, just having it delivered and then join in with others was seen as a real morale booster. So we were very pleased with that. And we really enjoyed it too, because we were having company that we normally enjoy. success of her first virtual dinner Jackie went on to do another half a dozen. I did the the birth bourguignon the first time because obviously that was there. The second time we did try something else but that wasn't as successful so all the other ones I uh, reverted to birth bourguignon and what I found was that having once set on the menu it became very easy to repeat it several times because you just went on to automatic pilot. I also found it was much nicer to cook from time to time for eight people rather than just for two. I think we had one dinner party where we had 10 people and that was actually too many. So we decided that eight was was plenty because if you have more than eight people, it's difficult to have one conversation going. But on Zoom, having side conversations is chaos. Initially, Jackie and Gordon kept the circle of friends in their virtual dinner parties to those living inside the park. But then, when the second lockdown occurred, she became more enterprising. Later on in the second lockdown, we did think, actually, there's no need to keep it just within the park because we're not particularly short of time at the moment and we could drive to Apley Park or Bramcott or... uh, wherever we we fancied going where our friends lived a bit further out and we could deliver that at any time during the afternoon and then come back and zoom again at uh, seven o'clock in the evening. The virtual dinner party became such a success that it was taken up by other people in the park. Well I think a certain uh, neighbour down the road uh, well, I think you all know who I'm talking to, Sharon, um, then organised uh, a wonderful follow-on from this of organising a birthday virtual dinner party for Ian at the bottom of Lenton Avenue, who was celebrating his 70th birthday. And there again, that was a great success. And I think we even managed to keep it a surprise as well, which is... Uh... You did. <laughs> So, um, you know, I'm just really pleased that uh, that people have have really enjoyed it. So we are contemplating doing another one. Uh, Whether we actually stir ourselves to do it still slightly remains to be seen. Obviously, um, especially in the first lockdown, people were quite apprehensive about the, the virus. And I don't think we were all used to the, the sort of routine regarding cleanliness and everything. I mean, did you have to, to think a lot about how you were going to, to manage the, the hygiene? 
side of it? I, I suppose I was a little bit laid back about this. I packed things up in Tupperware boxes and things and left it and handed it over to people. Uh, I think I was working on the principle that there doesn't seem to be much evidence that things uh, that the virus survives on a hard surface. And so it wasn't an issue whether I should have made it more of an issue in retrospect. I don't know. People were very, um, very accepting of it as it was. Well, I, I think that's true. And I think that the uh, group of friends and people in the park that have been involved, I think we've probably all, because you know the people, I think you, you, you sort of feel that you can trust the other person and, and, uh, and that it'll be okay. I think, I think it's very true that you feel, because you know them, and you know that they're being relatively pretty sensible, then the hygiene issues are not going to be a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, and it's certainly, uh, the, the benefits are, are certainly great. You know, much better to do it than, than you know, perhaps be put off. Absolutely. I, I have no regrets about having done them at all. So that's been lovely. virtual dinner parties ever replace real ones? Oh, I would definitely go back to face-to-face if if we had the opportunity because however successful the Zoom ones have been, you miss out on some of the subtleties. You can't have side conversations. You you haven't got quite the same atmosphere. And so I I would always opt for having one physical rather than virtual. Although perhaps there are some benefits to virtual dinner parties. Just one other very um, minor bonus was having hosted a virtual dinner party. You only had to wash up for two people. So that was a real uh, nice feeling. And I think it gave a real sense of community and fun and hope that life could still carry on and we could still continue to socialise in this way. That was Lockdown Stories with Jackie Fisher and Andy Bell. If you'd like to take part in the show, please email talkinthepark at abletbell.co.uk or follow the link on our website.